Alright guys, this is Dad Bods and Father Figures episode number two. We officially made it to our second episode. Um, first one was a, a little bit of a learning process. Um, tried to make it as smooth as possible and, and again bear with me with uh, the second episode here. I'm going to still still learn some things and, and be able to share um my failures <laughs> as far as this goes um the first episode uh, if if you listen to the, the the whole episode at the end i gave a little homework for the listeners to give me their best dad jokes now you you don't have to to be a dad to have a dad joke um and when you hear these you're you're going to understand what a, a dad joke actually entails I'm going to uh, go ahead and give the first one, uh, which is from Mark Hayes, um, a, a very, very uh, well-respected dad, in my opinion. Um, he is uh, uh, a great man and uh, gave me a fantastic dad joke. Um, there was this dyslexic who walked into a bra, and hopefully you'll be able to understand that joke uh, I, I would consider that a dad joke my next one i got from john montgomery uh, john's been a friend for a very long time uh, he gave me a, another very good dad joke why don't eggs tell jokes because they would crack each other up perfect dad joke um and uh, the the last one i'm going to give here is from jacob hodges uh, jacob's a neighbor of mine um Another fantastic dad to some some great little girls. Um, his joke, uh, and I think this is a good one to, to end on here. Um, when does a joke actually become a dad joke? When it becomes apparent. So I'm going to leave you with that dad joke. We will get into the episode here. Um, this episode is going to be a, a little different. Um, we're going to talk about the the main reason that I am a dad, and and that is the the most important reason. My little boy, uh, Colson. Colson uh, was born June third of twenty twenty. Uh, during the the heat of COVID, it was a very very long labor. Um, Rachel labored for thirty three hours. Uh, eventually, ended up having an emergency C section. Um, Colson had a bowel movement inside her. I know that's kind of gross to hear, but when you uh, become a dad, you start learning all these really new things uh, about about babies and what can happen during birth. Um, educate yourselves uh, before uh, doing all this. Trust me, um, you, you can read as many books as you want. You'll still not ever be prepared for the birth of your first child. Um it, it was a, a very uh, smooth C-section. The hospital did great. Um, and this was the first, I guess you could say, dad moment that, that I had. So, of course, Rachel was still back down, getting sewn back up from uh, the C-section. And I was able to be with Colson just me and him for the first time ever and i remember being up in the room we were on the second floor rachel's back down on the first floor and it was just me and him um, i snapped some pictures of him he had been in this world for maybe 30 minutes and all i could do was just 
look over every part of him <laughs> to make sure that, that everything was where it was supposed to be. Uh, uh, ten fingers, ten toes, everything w- was good to go. Uh, and of course, in my mind, he was he was perfect. Um, of course, I was scared out of my mind having this little eight-pound human in in my care. This is something I'm going to have to keep alive and make sure nothing ever hurts him and um it's something that i immediately just just the the i guess the the human response for me was okay i'm never gonna let anything bad happen to this this little boy this is this is my responsibility and um (laughs) it's it's crazy the things that you remember um and and think of when your child's an hour old versus now Colson's almost uh, almost four years old. Um, thinking I have to be so gentle holding this little bundle. It's like it, it, the slightest movement, I'm going to break this child. And flash forward three years later, Colson, all he wants me to do is just throw him around. <laughs> um, but yeah, changing the diaper for the first time that's an experience um you end up changing so many as far as and that this is another thing we'll get into in some episodes i was i'm I was a very hands-on dad still am a very hands-on dad i've changed a lot of diapers um still change a lot of diapers and it's something that i did from the beginning um and like i said we'll, we'll go into that in some other episodes but that was uh, the the introduction to Colson. Colson Steel Dix was was in this world, and um, we uh, we had a little a little um, setback in the hospital. He failed his hearing test in the hospital. We were obviously upset about that. Of course, we got a lot of um, reassurance. Oh, that that's fine. That's fine. You all will just have to go to an audiologist and uh, see see what's going on. End up going to an audiologist, failed that hearing test, failed that hearing test too. Um, and this is when it got a little bit more concerning because it went into a little bit of a panic mode because we weren't sure how much he could hear. So we had to do a, an ABR test and go to Roanoke Memorial. Um, they hooked him up to all these different things on his head, uh, measuring the brain waves. Uh, so he had to be asleep when this happened. So of course, when he was that little, we could just feed him a bottle and he would go to sleep, lasted about an hour. And we came out of that test with a, a little bit more concern because from what they told us, he couldn't the loudest thing he could hear was a gunshot and we needed to come back to finish the test so we leave the hospital and think that we're gonna have a child that's gonna be profoundly deaf um, ends up going back to finish the test the hearing loss shows more mild um, the second time I don't know if it was just something that happened or what um, we still needed uh, a little bit more clarification this is where we get into colson's uh brachial 
otorenal syndrome. So BOR syndrome or Bohr syndrome is uh, what Colson has. The reason we figured this out is uh, we actually had to get genetic testing. So me and Rachel both uh, had to go through genetic testing, uh, had to draw blood from Colson to see if we were carriers of, of this mutation. Of course, neither me nor Rachel were carriers uh, of, of the mutation. So Colson spontaneously had a deletion of the EYA1 gene, uh, which is during the 15th week of gestation. Um, that gene was deleted. Colson was not born with that. So this is what caused brachial otorino syndrome and uh, it can affect your hearing, it can affect your kidneys, and it can affect, um, you can have uh, cysts in your neck, which Colson ended up having a, a brachial cyst in his neck that had to get removed by surgery. There are little pits at the top of uh, the ears that are also markers, which Colson had. So he, he had all the, the signs of, of the BOR syndrome, and with the genetic testing, we, we confirmed that. So now we get to the signs that I ended up seeing when Colson was before a year old. Um, we we start seeing him do certain things, which we thought were normal behavior. Um, he would rock his head side to side, and if you if you know Colson or have seen pictures or videos that we post of Colson. The rocking side to side does not stop still. Um, he had a, a little toy, which was a, a linkable, a little animal, a little sloth that rocked his head back and forth. We thought that he was just copying that, and it was, it was cute. Um, we noticed his hand flapping, which another thing that uh, any child can do. I mean, little kids flap their hands all the time. They don't have to be uh, autistic to, to, to do this, but... They, they, they can they can still flap their hands. He had some texture issues with food. Uh, before he turned a year old, he would eat everything. I uh, saw him eat probably I saw him eat probably a four ounce steak one time and I mean, he, he would eat anything we put in front of him. After his first birthday, it was almost like a, a switch flicked. Um, did not eat as well, had some more sensory issues putting everything in his mouth. Now, again, uh, new parents, new dads, kids are going to put things in their mouth all the time. Uh, Colson explored everything with his mouth and still does, um, not as bad, but rocks, sand, dirt, anything that he could put in his mouth to get that, that feeling of something in his mouth, he would, um, chewed on everything. And, uh, we, we just kind of noticed that, um, noticed that he wasn't meeting his uh, speech and walking milestones. Uh, he had started walking at about 18 months, but he was very unsteady um, after that. And, and even still, once he was well past uh, 18 months, he, he was still having some issues walking. So we, we started early intervention, and uh, Colson got speech therapy, physical therapy and occupational therapy by three great individuals. Uh, I won't specifically mention them on here because I haven't talked to them about that yet, but um, I couldn't have 
been we, we we were very blessed to have the three people that were were doing his speech physical therapy and occupational therapy um and i think that to this day um the the strides that colson has made are because of those people uh, because of the people that that took the time to really focus on colson explain his needs to us and uh, help us meet those needs uh, in in conjunction with with what they were doing um so let's fast forward a little bit to um colson uh he, he's he's two years old and uh, it is uh, probably around october we for the longest time we definitely suspected there was going to be a diagnosis of something um i expected him to to get an autism diagnosis just from the the lack of speech the uh developmental issues that that we could see him just kind of not being in step with some of his other some of the other kids in his age we took him to a developmental pediatrician in roanoke who uh we where we got the the official autism diagnosis and um like i said this isn't anything that we didn't expect but it's still scary it it was it was it was something that we had to kind of swallow and figure out okay we know this what can we do to get him the most help possible what can we do to make sure that we can ensure that Colson is living the best life that he can right now. Um, and and Colson is a happy little boy. If anybody's ever been around him, he laughs and squeals and it, giggles and smiles all the time. Colson is is very happy, and it would when he is not happy it, it it's very very out of character for him um so so with this diagnosis um we were able to get more services through um with county public schools and that will will be something we'll we'll talk about in some future episodes but um that's kind of where we're at right now uh colson is in a self-contained classroom and uh is doing great. He uh, he he's he's doing fantastic. One thing that I, I want to kind of end this with um, with Colson's autism diagnosis, I've been able to. Uh, of course, we we watch him all the time. But one of my my favorite things to do is just sit and watch him and see how he sees this world and colson sees the world a little bit different than you and i do one specific instance that i remember is and this is one of the times that i i mean i I got very very emotional seeing this and it's just things that you think about there was one day we were in the backyard and he was playing in his uh playground and the wind was 
moving the trees that were behind our house. They were they were just kind of running through the branches and leaves and Colson watched the the trees move and I mean you could tell how excited he was. I mean he would throw his hands up in the air and do his happy fingers as we call um he he loved to watch the wind blow through the trees and he loves to watch water move he loves to watch water come out of the sink out of the bathtub in a puddle um he loves the feeling of the grass on his feet these are little things that that us as as adults and uh, as humans, we, we we tend to not think about. We we don't appreciate these little things, and and that's something that Colson has helped me with. Um, it's it's hard being a parent. It's hard being a dad. It's hard living in the the time that we live in right now um and seeing colson appreciate these little things just kind of makes you look at things in a different perspective it's something that it's hard to put into words watching someone that that will view the world differently but can't tell you what they're seeing and and i wish that and i hope that one day colson will be able to tell me what he sees and explain and elaborate why he gets so happy over seeing these things i i, I can't wait to to be able to talk to him about this um and even if I can't, even if I, I can't verbally speak to him about these things, I, I I I want him to be able to to help me appreciate the same things that he does. That's that's one thing that I know myself. I mean, I, I I've always wanted to be able to have a son and father relationship like I have and still to this day have with my dad. And um, I know with Colson it might be a little bit different, but that doesn't make me not want to be able to appreciate the things that, that he likes. And, I mean, even if we, if we have to sit out in, the, the, in a gravel pit and play with rocks forever, I don't care. That's, I want to be able to bond with, with Colson, but... Um, this episode was a little bit different, uh, a little bit more serious, had a little bit uh, harder issues to talk about, I, I guess, but um, not every episode is going to be as serious like this. I, I wanted to take this episode to just talk about the person that has made me a dad and and how he has changed my life in in so many fantastic ways and and we we will continue to go into some little tidbits about Colson and, and other episodes but um I hope you've enjoyed this one I know it's been a little long-winded but I promise you if you if you stay with me on a lot of these things um they will uh 
we're, we're going to get into some a lot of different things and uh, stay tuned for the next episode because there will be a guest. Not going to really get into detail who the guest is going to be, but it will be a great episode. So thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. Thoughts and Father Figures was produced by Jared Dix. Cover art by Amanda Hughes.